And good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Athena Star Show. I am Athena Star, and we're pleased to be with you this powerful um, Easter night. We'll just call it Easter every day now, throughout time, uh, the energy of ascension. And um, it was a very powerful week with the full moon, the equinox, and we're just pleased to be here March 24th, 2008. Welcome and blessings to each and every one. As we always begin our show, we just want to share with you our website is athenastar.com, and each week we meet here for visionary work, healing work, and tuning into many levels and dimensions. And we also do um, an invocation at the beginning, a little meditation to help everyone relax and link in with the rest of the planet. We have a great guest tonight, Mr. Dick Colt from Tucson, Arizona, who's going to come on with us in a few moments. And I think you'll all be interested in his uh, travels around the world, especially a lot of work he's done in Africa. So as we are tuning in now, let's all relax and let go of the events of the day and the week, whatever Whatever challenges that you're going through at this time, just knowing that we've come into a whole new dimension, a whole new energy this past week, and allowing that to fully integrate. The word integrate is always uh, important. We can't emphasize, emphasize that enough to integrate within our being all the <clears throat> frequencies of light, of the universal light, that is always there, the source is always there, like the grand light socket to just connect in with it. And this is the time, the equinox uh, is always a powerful time of new creations, new birthing. So if you haven't let go of the old stuff in the past, let's just do that right now and allow ourselves to move into a new level tonight uh, of greater joy, happiness, peace, love, and abundance. So as you're breathing in, we're, we're just invoking and calling in all the universal light energies, the great celestial realms, all the angels, the masters, divine Father, Mother, God, the great central sun, and all guides and teachers, the interdimensional energies, and all focus of great light of the I am. And as you're breathing in, allow a beautiful waterfall, a crystalline waterfall that resembles what would be like Niagara Falls or any falls that you, the most powerful waterfalls you've ever seen or experienced in your life. Just envisioning that waterfall now of etheric light, because that's what it is. It's a continuing flow. It never stops. We sometimes get in the way of that flow with our emotional, mental uh, bodies. And so what we want to do is just allow ourselves to open up, breathe in deeply, let that waterfall, that great waterfall, just pour through the top of our head, the crown center, into the third eye and the throat, the thymus, the heart, solar plex, abdomen, and down to the center of the earth. Because wherever each and every one is tonight, you are anchoring. You are a conduit of light. You are a station, uh, in a sense. 
and you are allowing this radiance to connect and link in just like, like a huge pinball machine. We're just linking in with all of humanity and all the planet simultaneously because there is no time and space. We are all one. We come into now the golden sphere of light and let that golden sun above you now just kind of beam down through into your heart center, breathing in that beautiful golden sunlight of new horizons, new creations, blessings for all of humanity. For we are moving through a great doorway now, a great gateway for the planet and... We allow and see only the highest good for all. They're, the illusions are disappearing, are dissipating rather, the illusions of darkness. And that's what they are. Just feel them dissipating around you and for all consciousness. And let, there's all these roses coming in now. Beautiful roses must be from Mother Mary. She just flashed in to our circle here. Compassion light, divine compassion. We're seeing that in our inner vision. All there's like millions of rose petals just falling from the ethers. This must be a grand blessing from the orders of the rose and divine compassion, uh, the magenta light. Mighty um, Arcturus and Saint Germain are also joining us now, linking in with the great violet flame. The violet flame transmutes, it lifts, it purifies. And we can just feel the energy surging now, just pouring through these great blessings from all of our celestial friends, beings of light and the oneness. And coming back into center and allowing through this show a shift in your own being, in your own center. And we want to thank you for joining us. And if you do have any questions or uh, testimonials tonight, we invite you to call in. The number to call in live is 877-876-5227. Without further ado, we have a wonderful guest tonight joining us, Mr. Dick Colt. Dick, are you there? I'm fine, thank you. Oh, so nice to have you with us. You are such a world traveler, and I, I uh, know a little bit about your work uh, that you've been doing traveling to Africa and that, but can you tell us a little bit about how you got started in the work that you're doing, a little bit about your background. We'd love to, to know more about you. And you're in Tucson, right? Yeah, I'm in Tucson, and uh, actually my work uh, deals with two types of vibrational energy. I use light in different wavelengths and frequencies mm-hmm. and colostrum, bovine colostrum, which is the cow, as a, as a woman has colostrum when she gives birth, uh, which is the first milk of the mother, cows have the same colostrum. And the colostrum vibrates the molecules in the cells just as light in particular frequencies and wavelengths vibrate molecules in the cell. So cells that are damaged from disease or injury uh, tend to have lymphatic tissue surrounding them. And the action of the light and the colostrum vibrates those cells or the lining of the cells and allows the blood to get in. 
and the body does just what it's designed to do, and it heals itself. Mm. Beautiful. And so you have a, a pure uh, source of the colostrum? And I'm sorry? You have a, a, a pure source of, of that, don't you? And you've been uh, supplying yes. it in uh, <laughs> large amounts to Africa, I understand. Yeah. Well, first, uh, mm-hmm. the bovine colostrum is, uh, uh, is bottled into a sublingual spray by a brilliant scientist in Phoenix. He's an Oxford Ph.D. that was raised on a dairy farm in New Zealand. Oh. And when it came time to do his doctoral studies, he remembered that whenever a cow dropped a calf on their dairy farm, the family all drank a cup of the cow's colostrum. So he was curious about the mechanism of colostrum in the body. And so that's what he devoted his doctoral studies to. He found that uh, just four-tenths of one percent of that colostrum was what activated uh, the cells in the body. And like many other scientists, he had a hard time getting started because most people don't want to pay too much attention to something that they don't already know about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. So after uh, I found out about it, I had already been using light, uh, LED light, in various frequencies and wavelengths. After I found out about colostrum, he and I collaborated and found that both do the very same thing. Uh, the light does it uh, with electrical energy. Mm-hmm. The colostrum does it chemically in the body. And after finding that out... <clears throat> I started working on people with various problems, and I just returned from my either 10th or 11th trip to Africa. I've forgotten. But uh, I have used it successfully on many, many people to help many maladies. Wonderful. Um, you told me a story about Nigeria when you went to Nigeria. That was kind of a lot of, actually, a lot of miracles have been happening around you uh, as a result of this work. You want to share a few of them? I love the stories that you have. Yeah. Well, although I've done a lot of work in Nigeria, uh, the really amazing things that have happened to me have happened in uh, in Kenya. Mm. Uh, On on my first trip to Kenya, which was about uh, a year and a half, two years ago, uh, I I met uh, a man who was... Uh, dying in an AIDS hospice. He was the counselor for Reverend Javan Omani, who is a friend of mine that lived in Kakamega, Kenya. Uh, on a Friday afternoon, I met Evans in the hospice, and when we walked in, Evans said, Oh, Reverend Omani, I'm sure God has sent you. Please pray for me, because today is the day I'm going to die. So we all prayed. Javan had his nurse with him and myself and and the man's wife and Evans. So we prayed at length with him, and then Javan said, well, there's this guy from the U.S. that's got some stuff called colostrum, and uh, it's had amazing results on people that are sick like yourself with AIDS. Would you like to try it? And he said, of course I would. 
So we started him on colostrum at 10 o'clock on a Friday morning. Uh, I'll skip past the other things that happened and get to the meat of it. That was at 9 o'clock on Monday morning. Javan came and picked me up at the hotel, and I said, this morning I want to go out and do blood draws to do CD4 counts on the 18 people that we'd started on colostrum on Friday. And I said, I'd like to go to see Evans first. So he was turning the car to the right, and I said, no, Evans is at the hospice. I want to do him first. And Javan said, well, Evans isn't at the hospice. And I said, oh, gosh, did he die over the weekend? He said, no, Evans is home. So he drove up to Evans' house, and he was a counselor for the church and out in his yard. He had 15 or 20 people sitting in a semicircle. I missed part of the story that's very important. When we first met him, he had a golf ball-sized cancer on his face that was weeping. So I'm not a doctor, but just good common sense said, well, besides putting it, spraying it under your tongue, it's a sublingual spray. I said, why don't you spray it on your face, too, topically, which he did. So when we drove up, he came over the car, and the most rewarding thing in my life so far was when he said, Mr. Dick, I can never thank you. You saved my life. I knew I was dying on Friday, and I don't remember when I felt as good as I did today. So application of bovine colostrum for three days, and by the way, the cancer on his face was one-third the size and closed. So uh, I have many, many other uh, mm-hmm. uh, things that we can talk about, but they all say the same thing, which is vibrational energy opens the cell, blood gets in, body heals itself. And so within three days he was back being, to being stabilized. Basically. He was able to go back to work, and uh, that on that Monday we drew his blood and his CD4 count. The CD4 is an indication of uh, uh, how sick you might be if you're an AIDS person. Mm-hmm. His CD4 count was 17. Two months later it was 396, and I frankly haven't heard from him in the last month, a uh, few months. And, but uh, I have many, many other people that we have the same result. It's uh, mm. quite remarkable. So. And so the prayers were answered through through you and through the colostrum. I, I couldn't hear you a little louder, please. Uh, yes, I'm just saying those those powerful prayers were answered through yeah. the colostrum and the treatment the treatment yeah. that you gave. So it was it was just the colostrum that you gave him, right? Yes. Wow, that's incredible. Well, I have many many other uh, applications of uh, the same colostrum. But what the colostrum actually does is the mechanism is that it re, it modulates the immune system. People that are AIDS have deficient immunity. They don't have an, enough immune tissue. People that uh, have what they call autoimmunity, which means that the body starts to produce immunoglobulins and, and sends them to a particular part of the body, and then when they should stop, when the when the uh, uh, substance has done its work, it fails to stop and continues to send uh, that immune tissue, and that is a condition called autoimmunity. And autoimmunity is cancer, tuberculosis, uh, rheumatoid arthritis, 
uh, Lou Gehrig's disease, and many, many others. And mm. The advantage that the colostrum has, or the, its mechanism, is that it modulates the immune system. It reduces immune tissue and autoimmune in autoimmune conditions, and it increases immune tissue in deficient immune systems. You're a scientist, aren't you, Dick? Well, my background, actually, I'm a, I really am a businessman, but my, from, as a youngster, one of my grandfathers was a science teacher, and I've been interested in chemistry and physics all my life, and mm-hmm. have uh, patented and invented a few things that uh, are scientific. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, I thought so. Wow, that, that's incredible. Um, Kenya, let's let's talk about your the recent um, revelation that you've been having in Kenya with the with the newly elected prime minister, right? Yeah, uh, uh, on uh, third or fourth trip back, um, I brought into Kenya um, the colostrum to be distributed to the very sick AIDS people there, and I formed. Uh, company there, and uh, the members of the company were the ex, the 28-year mayor of Nairobi, uh, Nathan uh, Kahara, and then another person there was uh, Mary Okelo, who owns the finest private school in Kenya. It has three or 4,000 students, sits on a couple of hundred acres of ground, and all of the um, smartest and the richest kids go to Mary's school. Well, Mary is the next-door neighbor to Raila Odinga, and Raila was running for the presidency at that time. And I became acquainted with them. In fact, I spent one evening, 10 o'clock till 1.30 in the morning, one-on-one with Raila, because at one time I had been the mayor uh, in Oro Valley, Arizona. And so we talked politics for a while, and then we talked about AIDS, because it's the foremost thing on everybody's mind in Africa. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'd given them colostrum, and uh, subsequently they had come back and asked for more because they'd used it on somebody in their family, and it had been very, very effective uh, for them. So so I became acquainted with Raela, and I've seen him a half a dozen times in the times that I've been to Africa. Uh, When they had the election on the 27th of December, uh, afterwards, they proved that he had 68% of the vote, but the sitting president stole the election from him. So they had riots there and a thousand or so people killed. Mm. And Raila, um, rather than take the chance of having more thousands of people killed, agreed under the uh, mediation of Kofi Annan that they would share power and he would become the prime minister with equal powers to the president, the president Kabaki uh, being the head of state and uh, Raila being the head of the parliament. So they're in the process of electing the ministers uh, of the various uh, minister uh, ministries right now. But uh, his wife, Ida, is going to be the patron of Kenya Spray, which is what we've labeled the colostrum that I've sent to Kenya. I've sent a half plane load of uh, colostrum there to give to the uh, sickest people, and then uh, afterwards it will be sold there by the company that I formed. Mm, that's wonderful.
wonderful. Great. Oh, that, what a, an honor, a blessing. And uh, you're invited back to for the inauguration, right? I have been invited to the inauguration, and uh, I'm trying to get my wife talked into going, but she doesn't like to fly. <laughs> <laughs> and she's but, afraid of Africa. <laughs> so I can't be too afraid. I'm still here. <laughs> yes, what a blessing. You are, it's like I can... They see you as a doctor, don't they? As a great doctor and great uh, prophet, I think. Well, actually, all of my work is just uh, a reasonably intelligent person looking at information and applying it where others fail to, don't want to, or are discouraged to applying it because of FDA, pharmaceutical companies, et cetera, et cetera, all the stuff everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yes. I, I I understand that. But I also I get this sense of the great love. All the people that you've touched just in the your gentle walk over there. You know, I'll, I'll tell you an interesting story that happened a week ago. A week ago Sunday, I spoke to a group of two thousand people that were in a really kind of a large permanent tent mm-hmm. that a minister uh, has kind of revival meetings once every two months or so. And uh, uh, this particular minister is a faith healer. Well, I'd seen faith healing done before in Africa, um, where the people, where the minister and the person pray together, and then he puts his hand on their head, and some of them go over flat on their heels backwards, and some of them just kind of stagger. But this particular minister had 2,000 people in the tent, and he'd take 50 at a time up in front. The people would volunteer and come up wanting to be healed. They'd pray together, vibrational energy again, mm-hmm. and he'd lay his hands on their heads. Mm-hmm. And about one in five would go flat down, or, you know, right over backwards on their heels, no staggering. The people would catch them. And they'd be out for so long that they had blankets. They had 30, 40 people there uh, taking care of these people that were, that were uh, being faith healed. And, of course, I had never seen anything like it before, and I couldn't even imagine it happening. But uh, they were knocked out so uh, so hard, I guess you'd say, that they covered them with blankets, and they were laying there for two or three minutes before they finally recovered. So when the whole thing was over, I was there to speak about colostrum and and uh, helping mm. people with AIDS and so forth. When the whole thing was over, why the minister said, "Well, come on, let me let's pray together and let me help you." And I said, "Well, <laughs> I don't know anything about this. I'm not an evangelical and so forth." And well, let me just give you a hug. Well. He gave me a hug, and it was kind of like you sticking your finger in a light socket. There was so much energy there, he just shook. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know what it is that's going on there, but I, I know that, that uh, <laughs> at least the two that I know have got something going. <laughs> and he was he was African, this, this minister? Uh, yeah, they're all African, yes. As, of course. Oh, that's why they know about faith healing and the power of it, because, you know, when some of the evangelicals go over there from America... They welcome them with open arms because they, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, they, they're incredibly spiritual. Well, many of yeah. the Africans are. Yeah, they and, and, you know, as you're speaking, I just want to say to you that I do, you know, I'm a visionary and I'm, I'm being shown this, this essence of you in another lifetime as a faith healer, uh, um, as a very powerful minister. Like, I don't know how their hierarchy is, but I see you as a, as like a lead, uh, like a leading minister or, or, uh, priest there in another lifetime and so <clears throat> your soul has 
chosen in this embodiment to return there and to do that work and on other levels and, of course, to lift uh, those people to another dimension and enlightenment and, of course, in a different way this time. But still, your essence is doing that, is serving that same role. And you, what I'm getting also is that you had made a vow that you were, when you came back, you would, the work wasn't completed and that you would complete it and you would bring them all um, more into the awareness for the rest of the planet of, uh, the you know, enlightenment. Well, thank you very much, but it's not in the next life I'm going to do that. I'm going to do it in this life. I've pledged to, oh, save, yeah. 10 mil- <laughs> I've oh, pledged yeah. to save 10 million lives before I go, so I have to right. hurry because I'm 78. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. when I, you, you pledged in that life, that lifetime that they're showing me, that in the next, when you came back into this Continued, yeah. embodiment, yes. Yeah. Exactly yeah. what you just said. Yeah, yeah. very powerfully. And, that, and, oh, my, what a beautiful walk. And I also getting, when you go back for the inauguration, the, the reverence and the aunt and the love is just going to beam all over. And it, it's going to, it's like a gateway, and it, and it will become much more known because, the, it's, again, bringing to the awareness, the light, right. the simplicity of healing through vibrational energy and also, of course, this pure substance that is, that is, you know, natural. It's Thank so, you. Mm. Oh, our pleasure. I just had to pass that on because the masters that work with you, because you are a master soul, uh, Mr. Cole, uh, the masters that work with you, your team wanted me to, to pass that on to you in this moment that, you know, that never came through before when we we've chatted. And you're in Tucson. Tell, tell me a little bit about Why do you like Tucson? Well, I came here about uh, 40 years ago or so when we bought a, an existing business. And I was in business for many, many years and had a, a, a big business here, about $100 million annually. And uh, Tucson, even though it's now in the millions of population, is still kind of small townish. People still say hello to you when you walk down the street and like they don't do in Phoenix. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's a nice place, and uh, the energy is good here. The vibrations are good here. And in fact, I think that's how we met. Weren't you here for a vibrational <laughs> conference of some kind, yes. rather? Yes, I, I didn't was. Go- I didn't know about the conference, but I know that uh, I was pleased to be able to meet you and a, and a number of other people that were with you. So. Oh, it was. This, yes, August, in August, in uh, yeah. uh, Patty Cota Robles' co- uh, conference that it's a congress, actually. We meet people come from all over the world, and we meet in different places. And every other year, it's there. And yes, I love Tucson too. The, the Ventana Canyon is that the area where you are in the yeah. that area? Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, that canyon has so much energy. So much. Yeah. Um, there's so many beings that are in the mountains there that are just ancient, and the Hopi Indian energy is yeah. It's it's a fun place to be. And the cactus, they're so high, aren't they? They're like hundreds of years old, some of them, the cactus. Yeah. Anything else you want to share with us? Well, I guess <laughs> about, that's about the size of it. I've got yeah. uh, my lovely wife just came in and is about to serve dinner, so I guess it's time for me to leave. Huh? Oh, no. <laughs> God bless you all. <laughs> no, we've, no, we've had a, oh, this has been such an honor and a pleasure uh, to be sharing with you, uh, Dick, and we'll look forward to hearing about your next Kenya trip when you come Great. back. Call on. me again. Call me again. 
We will. Thank you so much. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Mm, What a wonderful, fun, and interesting journey we were on there, going to Africa. Um, This is Athena Starr, and you are listening to bbsradio.com. And the number to call in for uh, questions, comments, testimonials is 877-876-5227. We welcome your your, uh, phone calls into the show. Uh, As a visionary, we tune in for for people with uh, personal and career issues and spiritual issues as well. Messages from your loved ones, your angels, uh, guides, masters, even talking about worldly events, we uh, love to do that as well. So we welcome you to call in again, 877-876-5227. And as we're reflecting on this special time of the year, March, it's, March is the symbolism of marching forward into new creations. It is definitely springtime, and it's a time of great gateways of creating on new levels, that which we've maybe been putting on hold or or being in denial of um, in our life and beyond. And our book, Celebrities in Spirit, which features 14 celebrities, um, talks about a lot of uh, different ways you can create and clear issues in your life. And I'd like to just go into a space now with the angels as feel some beautiful messages are coming through for people, for those who are listening tonight, whether you're calling in or not, whether you're uh, not brave enough to call <laughs> or not into calling us, that's okay because we um, pick up things anyway. And we have quite an audience tonight. There's people listening from many different states and um, we even get calls from Europe. So if you're listening from England tonight, hello and we're welcome you um and we know it's very late there but we're so glad that you're joining us as you do every week and we'd like to link in with um after the mountains right now the uh we were just talking about tucson and linking in with uh, mr dick colt from tucson and we want to talk about how um important it is to connect with nature and all mountains and bodies of water, ocean, rivers, lakes, all have what we call port, uh, stargate or portal energies. And they're, the healing, the power of healing from nature can never be underestimated. And so there's a message coming through tonight from the angels and legions of light to everyone to um, make it a point in your daily activities or at least every week to go out to a point in nature. Now, everyone has a place in nature that they can go to, whether you're in a city or wherever you are, a special spot that is very sacred and it's, I want to say the energy is clear and you feel at peace there. Make it a point to go and walk in nature, to be out in nature, whether it's near water, whether it's in the mountains, whether it's favorite trees that you have, a park, whatever it is, um, to go there. And if you go to like a certain area that you would call your space to go to, what will happen is when you go there to meditate or contemplate, 
is the energies will increase and increase, and uh, you're actually helping the earth in that way, but you're also going to be receiving more because when we're out in nature, we can hear more clearly and tune in. And it's so healing to our being. And, and there's a sense of when we're walking to become one with all, with one with nature. You can make that like a little, um, not so much experiment, but just a a goal to become more one with nature and all the essences of of the beauty around you in nature that we, even those that are on their path spiritually, they forget to take time to just really merge with and become one with nature around them, the beauty. And we, with our thoughts and our energy, we can send out purification light to the rivers, to the lakes, to the oceans, and to all the land which maybe has been abused through time and space. And we can make a difference in this way. And it's so important. All the elementals and the nature spirits, and we can talk to them. We can communicate with them and, and start to link in. And we can feel that. And they, really, the neat thing is, the miracle is that when you start to bless nature, what happens is it blesses you back even more. Uh, when I lived in Hawaii many years ago, I, um, well, eight years ago, there was in the middle of uh, Waikiki, mostly, um, well, very congested, put it that way, and there's cement everywhere and tourists are all around, and there's not a lot of just open, quiet park space, so there's this little place I used to go to at the Hilton Hawaiian Village, and it was, in the center of it was a little waterway, and there was ducks and uh, swans there, and and some trees, and there was a bench, and I would go there like at least once or twice a week. It's just flashing to me right now to share that with everyone. I don't know why, but I'm just sharing it because it's being shown to me to share. And so I would go there to meditate, to contemplate, and to just get out of my work world and tune out on everything. And, and I would go into that space, and what happened was over time, the energy increased and increased, and it actually became like a temple energy, and it was so wonderful and powerful. And when I first started going there, hardly anyone would walk through there. They would just see it, and they'd go and wouldn't pay attention. Then over time, I began to notice more people would gather there. They'd go and sit there. They'd watch the ducks, the swans. And so it was a, a shift that was shown to me, uh, and it was a result of, of doing inner work there in that little space. It, need, it needed me as much as I needed it. So it's... Um, so powerful to do that, and and, I, and to have the experience of becoming one with all of that, the beauty and the peace and the tranquility and and just the beingness and watching the animals and um, it just brings us back to a time of you know childhood, that the innocence and the uh, freedom of the child that knows only um, to be in the moment. It's so important. And the energy coming in right now is um, from Mount Shasta because BBS Radio is close to Mount Shasta where our founder, um, Don, is. And 
St. Germain, the father of the shift for planet Earth, and our mighty Arcturus, who is the overseer of the violet flame, and he's, he's a great cosmic being. And there, Anyway, the energy of the vortex of the violet fire is beaming in right now, so we, they're inviting everyone who's listening to please take some deep breaths, about seven to nine counts, breathing in, holding and releasing on, seven, on those seven to nine counts. over and over, and go more deeply into your heart center now and just really feel this powerful, it's a, like a pulsating, oh, I want to say, fountain of violet flame. It's almost like magenta and violet, very, very high energy. And it's pouring through the ethers, and it's, it's a blessing coming from mighty Arcturus and beloved St. Germain right now. The violet flame is the most potent and powerful flame. It raises the atomic structure. It raises our vibration. It transmutes uh, negative energy discord. It lifts and purifies. And it is the um, forgiveness ray. So if there are any, any, any remnants within you tonight of unforgiveness within yourself, and of course we all have them. There are different levels and dimensions. Kind of reflect on any issues, any essences of situations, people, experiences that you have not forgiven within yourself, with your loved ones, with friends, with family, with the planet, with the government, (laughs) with all of it. Just really take some deep breaths now and let that violet flame that's pouring in through the ethers as a gift from St. Germain and Arcturus tonight and let it just purify. Let it be uh, transmute. Let it be released from your being, from your cellular and cellular structure. I am the violet fire purifying now, releasing through this fire, through this flame, all discord, all remembrances of unforgiveness. I forgive myself. I forgive all others. I release myself. I release all others. I set myself free and I set all others free. I bless myself. I bless all others. And I extend gratitude to myself, to my own being. Gratitude to my own being for being here now in this time and space on this beloved planet to assist in her full ascension, to assist as an ambassador of light that I came into this body for in this time frame as agreed upon eons ago to help raise consciousness of humanity back into the knowingness of pure love. I forgive all time frames, all space and time of the ancient of the ancient discord on this planet, together collectively with all as one. For I know 
that I am. All that is, one with the divine Christed presence, pillar of golden light, infinite flame, eternal light, that I am love above and beyond what I can even imagine at this moment in time. And in fully forgiving myself and all others throughout time and space, throughout eternity, for all the discord, for all the denial, for all the imbalances on this planet, for all the corruption, for all the devastation, for all the greed, for all the hate, for all... negative I know the only true infinite power is pure love and in that pure love and light all is dissolved in the presence of pure light and love all discord disappears, dissolves. And through the power and presence of the forgiveness flame, which is the violet flame, we fully embrace and receive this great blessing from beloved Saint Germain tonight, mighty Arcturus, and all the legions of light in and through our entire cellular and cellular bodies. For as one collective whole, so it is for all humanity and all consciousness. 